Father, we honor you. We give you glory, O oh God. We magnify your holy word. We magnify you, Jehovah. We exalt your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for this day that you have afforded us, O oh God. We thank you, Father, for this platform, O oh God, to share your word with your people in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for this week, O oh Lord. We thank you, Jesus, that we are still alive and breathing, O oh God, to proclaim your name in the mighty name that is above any other name, the name of Jesus. Father, we glorify you. We thank you for the souls that will be saved because of your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I am a latter-day preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. I greet you all, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, today um, we are on the book of 2 Corinthians. We're going to go straight to the Word of God. We're going to go straight to the Word of God without wasting any time. We are on the book of Corinthians, focusing on verse 15, chapter 5, verse 15, chapter 5, verse 15, and it reads like this, and he, and he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So the Bible says, here on, uh, uh, um, on verse 14, before verse 15, the Bible says, For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And therefore all died. In other words, when Christ died, we all died. When Christ was resurrected, we were all resurrected. Praise God. I tell you why I say we were all resurrected. Because I want to I want you to, to, to understand one thing that when you are in sin, praise God, before you come to know about the saving Jesus, you were busy in your sinful ways. But praise mighty Jesus that the gospel was preached to you, and by God's grace you believed the word of God. So the Bible says that by that, you were delivered from darkness. In other words, when you were in sin, you were living in death. Praise God. Or in other words, you were dead. So the day that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, then you were resurrected from death because you were delivered from darkness and brought into the light. Praise mighty Jesus. For in God, there is no darkness. It is only light. In him there is no sin. Only purity. Praise mighty Jesus. So that is what we are talking about today. So we are saying today in verse 15. And he died for all. That those who live should no longer live for themselves. He died for all. That those who live will no longer live for themselves. But for him. For him as Paul once said. It is no longer me that lives, but him, but Christ that lives in me. It is no longer me that lives, but Christ that lives in me. 
So in other words, the minute that you, you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, you no longer live. In other words, the old person that used to sin dies. And then the new person that is in Christ lives now, is resurrected now. In other words, what I mean is that the old sinful nature dies and the new person in Christ lives. In other words, you it is not you who lives, but Christ that lives in you. So what does that mean for attrition? Specifically, what does that mean for attrition? Basically, so this is what it means for attrition. So the Bible says here in verse 15, And he died for all, that those who live no longer live for themselves. So what is what is um, needed for us as Christians is that when, 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 when we accept him as our personal Savior and Lord, when we accept Jesus Christ, that, that we must know that, that we are no longer living, we are no longer living, but it is Him who lives through us, or we no longer live for Himself. So, so that is why that is very important that we always be on the watch, we always be alert, and we always we must always acknowledge that there is a Holy Spirit that lives within us, a Holy Spirit that is pure, a Holy Spirit that is holy, a Holy Spirit that requires nothing less. There is no compromise when it comes to the things of God. If God says that we must live holy lives, we must live this way, we must live that time, then that is what God expects us to do. But we cannot do that if we are still in our sinful nature. So the Bible says that we must die from our sinful nature so that we can live in Christ Jesus. Let Christ be the one who lives in us. Because when we are in Christ, we are no longer living for ourselves. We no longer live for ourselves. But it is he who died for us, who lives. So as long as we acknowledge that, then we are on the right path. As long as we acknowledge that, then we are on the right path. Because by ourselves we can do nothing it is through the holy spirit that we can be able to become what god wants us to be it is through jesus christ that we can be able to become what the, what the lord wants us to be in the name of our lord jesus hallelujah hallelujah so the bible says in verse 16 so from now on we regard no one from a world from a worldly point of view, from no one, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, from a worldly point of view, from a worldly point of view. It continues. It says, though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. We do so no longer. We do so no longer because when Christ was on this earth, we regarded him as an earthly being. Praise, even though he was not an ordinary man, 
even when he walked on this earth. It did not change. The fact that he was a son of God, it did not change. But people who lacked knowledge treated him as though, praise God, he was one of them. Treated him as though, oh God, he was not a son of God, but he was an ordinary human being. But even though he was in this world, he was not of this world. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. We are talking about one thing today. You must not um, lose where we are today. We are saying today, we are reading, focusing on verse 15. We are focusing on verse 15. That, and he died for all. For, that those who live, no longer live for themselves. But for him who died for them and was raised again. So as we live, and as we live, and as we live, and we walk this journey of being Christians, of being born again Christian, we must know that that we are no longer living for ourselves, but we are living for Jesus. In other words, if we are living for Jesus, that we ought to make him very proud. We ought to make him very proud of us as our father. We ought to please him in whatever that we do. So our walk with the Holy Spirit, our walk with God is ought to be pure, ought to be holy. Praise mighty Jesus, because that is what God wants us to do, to live a life that is away from sin or that is free from sin. To live Because we are in Christ now, we are no longer condemned. And we have our helper, our advocate, our counselor, the Holy Spirit that guides us in everything that we do. Only if we allow him, because some people are fighting the Holy Spirit, because when you're about to do something wrong, the Holy Spirit will remind you that what you're about to do, it is wrong. But we fight the Holy Spirit and we reject the truth that the Holy Spirit tries to reveal to us. Praise mighty Jesus. When we continue to do what is wrong, in that, so that means that then we are driving the Holy Spirit. Even though the Bible says that we must not drive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit that lives in us is a pure and Holy Spirit. Is a pure and Holy Spirit. So we ought to strive to live a pure and holy life. That is what we should be doing right now. Because if God despises sin, therefore we must be like him and despise sin. If God says do not steal, then we we, we, we have to try not to steal. If God says do not kill, then we must do we must not kill. If God says that we must love, then love it should be something that we should be embracing and living and sharing with others, our brothers, our sisters, to the world. Praise mighty Jesus. If God says that we must be peaceful people, praise God. So peace is what we should be known for. Peace and love is what we should be known for. Joy is what we should be known for. Those are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Not hate, not bitterness. None of those things are belong to Christians. None of those things would belong to. If you are a Christian today and you are bitter, if you are a Christian today and you are bitter, if you are a born again child of God today and you are full of, of, of hatred, then there is an error because that is not how a child of God is supposed to live. 
if you cannot forgive your sister, your brother, your, your father, your mother, your neighbor, your community, whatever it is that people have done to you, if you cannot forgive them, then I'm sorry to say you are living a life full of error and that life is not a Christian life. It's another life that is not recognized. Praise mighty Jesus. This is what we should be doing today. As verse 15 says, verse 15 says, And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and raised them again. Remember, as you live this life as a born-again child of God, that you no longer live for you, but you live for Christ. You no longer live for you, but to live to impress him. You live to make him proud. You live to please him in whatever that you do. That means your ways, mighty Jesus, must be holy because the God that we serve is a holy God. Praise mighty Jesus. Somewhere in the book of, of 2 Corinthians, it says that we must be the sweet aroma of Jesus Christ on his earth. Praise my teachers. We must be a sweet aroma. When people come near us, must men, they must, whatever it is, they must smell the sweet aroma of Christ within us, the good vibe of Christ within us, the love of Christ within us, the peace and joy of Christ within us. Praise mighty Jesus, because if you cannot give to the needy, give to those that need. If you cannot give, praise mighty Jesus, then you cannot call yourself a child of God. You cannot call yourself a Christ-like child of God. So if we are going to call ourselves Christians, especially if we are going to call ourselves born-again Christians, then the Bible says that he, Christ, must live in us. He must live in us. Praise God. We must die. We must die so that Christ can live. Because if we say that it is us who are living, then we are saying it is our sinful nature that is living us. But if we die from our sinful nature or our flesh, then Christ, who is the Holy Spirit, takes control of our lives. And if Christ takes control of our lives, praise mighty Jesus, therefore that means that it will be easy for us to fight off the sins of the, of the flesh. It will be easy for us mighty Jesus to fight off the temptations of the flesh and everything that the devil brings to us it will be easy to fight it, to fight it off in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus so so let, let, let me continue let me read for, um, verse 17 let me read verse 17 so verse 17 says therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old has gone the new has come. So therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. That is exactly what I'm talking about. You cannot accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord and then still remain the same. Still remain the same. Of course, the Bible says, come as you are. Come as you are. You come as a sinner in the presence of the Lord. But I promise you one thing, that you will not remain a sinner. 
because something happens when you meet Jesus, when you encounter him. Praise God. You cannot, I don't care who you are, I don't care how many people you have killed, I don't care how many how you used to live, I don't care how hard you drink, drank alcohol before. I don't care. Whatever it is that is wicked that you used to do. But when you meet Master Jesus, something changes within you. Your life never remains the same. Come as you are. So the Lord is calling you out. He's saying, come as you are. Come as you are. Come as you are. You are an alcoholic. Come. You are a sinner. Come. You are a murderer. You are a rapist. Come. Come. You are a womanizer. Come. A fornicator. Come. God is calling you to come because he knows that he and only him can change you. Him and only the minute you accept him as your personal savior and lord your life is about to take a turn your life is about to change and change for good praise mighty jesus he will work on you he will work on you we were all sinners before we knew trust before we came to him we used to do and i mean aha uh-huh unspeakable things we used to do uh, terrible things we used to do wicked things but look at us now look at us we are proud to say we are proud to say that we have not touched alcohol in years we have not smoked in years we have not be fornicating in years none of those things why because we died why because we acknowledge that now that we are in Christ we are a new creation so the old person have died the old person have passed away the bible says that the old things have passed away look at a new person that you are now so define yourself as a new person in Christ as a new creation never define yourself as the old person let this world the people of this world judge you because they will judge you for your past they will call you out for your past but ignore them because you know the truth that is hidden from them because they don't have the holy spirit that you have and you know the truth of god you know that you are a new creation you know that you are a born again child of god you know that you will inherit the kingdom of god you know everything that is there to know about jesus Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. Praise mighty Jesus. 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 And he died for all that those who live no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again so we can no longer live for ourselves as long as you know Jesus you can no longer live for yourself allow him to be a mighty Jesus the one who is in control of your life of your life Die from your sinful nature. Die from that old person that used to steal. Die from that old fornicator. Die from that person that used to be slenderous, that used to lie. Die from that person. 
person. Allow the new creation to prosper in Christ. Allow the new creation to be controlled by the Holy Spirit, to be led by the Holy Spirit in everything that you do. Allow the new creation, mighty Jesus, oh God, to be prosperous in Christ. Allow, mighty Jesus, the fruits of the Holy Spirit to manifest in you, oh God. The fruits of the Holy Spirit to manifest in you, oh Lord. Allow it because now you are a new creation. Now you are living to please Jesus. Now you are living to please the Lord. You no longer live to please people of this world. Whatever you say, whether you preach the gospel, you preach the gospel to please God, not people of this world. If the gospel, mighty Jesus, hurts for people, then those people are not meant to listen to the word of God. But if you preach the word of God and they understand, they accept the word of God, then those people, oh God, they are the ones who are set apart to inherit the kingdom of God. Praise mighty Jesus. So don't look at the people of this world, but walk as Jesus walks. Do as he does. Praise God. Imitate him. He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the reconciliator, the man who reconciled us with God. He is the man who died who died for us. He is the man who washed our sins away. He is the man, oh God, who was sacrificed for our sake so that you and me can be free, so that you and me can no longer be condemned, so that you and me can be free from sin in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are talking to to, 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 to a person who calls himself a a, a Christian, a born again child of God. We are saying, if Christ died for you today, then you should no longer live for yourself. But for him, whatever that you do, you try to please him. Whatever that you do, try to please him. Try to honor him. Try to exalt him. Magnify him every day of your life. He is our God. He is the living God. He never changes. No, no, no. He never changes. We are going to inherit as the Lord has promised eternal life. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the eternal promise. Focus on the inheritance that you are going to inherit in heaven. Focus on what the promises of God are saying to you right now, today, in the name of Jesus. So let him who lives in you be the one who leads you in everything that you do. Praise mighty Jesus. I hope you heard it, brothers and sisters. I hope you heard it, brothers and sisters. I hope you heard it, brothers and sisters. That's it for today. Father, we thank you for your word. We glorify you, God. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus, oh God. For the souls, oh God, that will be saved because of your word. Father, we pray, oh God, that we will embrace your word. That we will not only be readers of your word, but doers of your word, oh God. We thank you, Lord, for this platform, oh God, that he has given us, oh God, to share your word with the world, oh God. 
Father, may those who listen to the word of God be lifted high, O oh God, be increased, O oh God, be protected in the name that is above any other name of Jesus. I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, my name is the Latter Day Preacher. I come from South Africa. I greet you all, brothers all over the world. I love you all with the love of our Lord Jesus. I, 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 I am saying bye-bye. Until next time, it's been love. Stay blessed in Jesus' mighty name.